Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 115 for May 12th, 2014. The website is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. I also invite you to follow Klezmer Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, Last.fm, and Pinterest. And you can follow the Klezmer Podcast monthly playlist on Spotify. My guest on this episode of the podcast is Annette Ezekiel Kogan, leader of the band Golem, who has a new album to be released tomorrow on May 13th, 2014 entitled Taunts. So we'll be hearing from Minette in just a moment, and we'll also get the chance to have a sneak preview of the album by listening to one of the tracks. So here we go with my interview with Annette Ezekiel Kogan from Golan. Hi, this is Keith with Klezmer Podcast, and uh, the other end of my Skype today, I'm very happy to have Annette from Golem. They've got a new album titled Tots. Uh, Annette, welcome uh, once again after a very long absence to Klezmer Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having <laughs> us again. The last time was a long time ago at a festival in L.A., and you came and interviewed us right before we played, I think, right, or after. Yeah, I, th- I think it was after, and uh-huh. uh, that was way back at Klezmer Podcast episode five from two thousand seven. So it's been a long time since. That was uh, five out of all of them. Number five, yes. Five from <laughs> number one. Wow. <laughs> so very happy to be able to speak with you today, and thanks for taking the time. But uh, welcome back, and tell me what's briefly what's been going on since two thousand seven. Uh, we had the last two albums I'm aware of was uh, Fresh Off Boat and Citizen Boris. Right. So what's been, go- been going on with Golem since that? Um, well, I guess when you saw us, we were, with, we were out with Fresh Off Boat, and then we did Citizen Boris all on J-Dub Records. Um, and then, sadly, J-Dub Records went out of business a couple years ago. And since then... Um, well, we had a bunch of kids in the band, but <laughs> besides that, we've we've been uh, we've been writing more original music, and we finally we finally got um, you know everything together to make this new album. And strangely enough, it's coming out on a Mexican label called Discos Corazon, which is very well known in the traditional music world, and they are behind the um, Buena Vista Social Club recordings for one thing so we're excited to be with them they're kind of branching out into other things and more of a rock direction and we are branching out also trying to go in a more rock direction as usual um so it's a it's a really cool partnership and we're excited well how did you find them uh we a couple years ago someone named bruno bartra contacted us and he is the the music critic from the leading Mexican newspaper, La Reforma. And he said that there there are a lot of Golem fans in Mexico and would we like to come over? So we did, and um, we had a great time. And then the, the following year, Discos Corazon was putting on, they do concerts 
especially in the Eastern European Balkan scene in Mexico, and they brought us over. And to our great surprise, we had 2,000 people in Mexico City dancing at our show, and a lot of them knew the words in Yiddish and Russian to our to our songs, so it was quite eye-opening and wonderful and strange. Wait, and, um, wait, the, the, the Mexican audience was singing Russian songs with you? They knew, our, they knew our albums, and they knew the words by heart. We couldn't believe it. <laughs> That's terrific. Yeah, 2,000 people. And, you know, not, not very, there are a lot of Jews in Mexico, Mexico City, but I don't, I don't think the audience was particularly a Jewish audience. So it was very, very exciting, the whole thing. And then, you know, we're going back to Mexico in May to do our CD release show. <laughs> so wow. I've been you, kind of you don't get what? that many people to come to a, to a show at home in New York, do you? Right, exactly, exactly the irony. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So uh, you said you're doing some more um, original tunes on this album. So uh, mm-hmm. talk about uh, who's been doing the composing and and how you came up with the ideas for your new songs. And uh-huh. I I want to tell you by the way I I always like your songs because. The the ones that you do they 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 tell a story, and it it's a you know with with the with the punk lesmer thing going on around it the the stories are always um, very compelling. Yeah, I mean, I'm a write. I think I feel like I'm a writer first and form, foremost. So the story is always central, and this the the songs on this album are no exception. And um, for for me. A lot. I wrote all the lyrics. I think on the on that on the original songs on the album. And for me, a lot of the inspiration is um, now the the Russian Jewish uh, immigrant experience that's you know happened recently. Not it used to be always the Russian Jewish experience of my grandfather's generation, and now it's of my husband's generation. And it's kind of like it's the same story, you know, but it's now in a modern setting. Um, so I had been, you know, taking the klezmer music and the Yiddish songs from my great-great-grandparents' time and kind of pretending as if they had been written now and performing them as if they had been written now. But, you know, there's a whole other experience that's kind of the same thing over again, and I don't have to make it seem like it's now because it is now. So... um that's <laughs> right. You don't have to try to understand what the previous generation was going through because you're living it again now. Right. right. When I hear my my husband's stories and his whole family and friends and extended family, it's you know, I mean, it's just mind boggling to me how how similar it is. And of course, there are differences, but you know, I just um. It's amazing. So, and plenty to write about. I mean, every story, I think this is a song. Um, so, for example, we have a song called 740. Now, 740 is a, um, one of the most famous Russian Jewish songs, kind of. They call it the Russian Havanagila. It's called Sim Sorok. Very popular melody. And, and we, um, we include the popular melody in a song about a Russian Jew, Ukrainian Jew actually, uh, who's, who had to come to America to become Orthodox. So 
and he, you know, how he fought anti-Semitism at home first, very violently. <laughs> so that's based on a true story of a cousin of my husband's who took out somebody's eye when he call, got called a Jewish and anti-Semitic slur. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Probably doesn't translate well. That's fun song. <laughs> the actual slur is in the song. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, and the, there's a, a couple of other songs that, that had storylines uh, as well. Because mm-hmm. I, I gave a quick listen a little bit uh, earlier. So um, why don't you t- tell us about um, the storylines of the other uh one or two songs that are on there. Uh, well, the title song is called Tanz, and that's actually based on, I don't know if you heard about this in California, but there was this guy here in Staten Island, on Staten Island last year who died, and he was a Holocaust survivor and then had since become a millionaire in construction business, I think it was, and he left no, he died, he left no will, no family, so they were looking for someone to give the money to. I think it ended up going to the, to Staten Island. <laughs> but um, and he was there was a whole article about him in the New York Times about how he was after the war he became this he just wanted to party basically and of course you know run a successful business. But he was like a, a Holocaust survivor playboy. And um, apparently, you know, in the Catskills, there were all these resorts where a lot of, you know, survivors went to party because they wanted, you know, they wanted to be among like people. So they didn't have to explain, you know, things, what they had been through. Everyone knew and and just enjoy life. And uh, anyway, that was very it struck a chord with me how, you know, the desire to have a good time after you've been through all this. So that's that's the story of the song Tanz, which just means dance in Yiddish. Great. So that that's interesting that uh, that's the title uh, of your album this time because the last couple of, al- of albums had more, uh, uh, shall we say, glitzy titles, but this one is like a more traditional title, Tanz. Yeah. So it's uh, I mean, it's, it's also cool. the famous the famous Dave Tarras collection is called Tons. And at first I thought, should I not make it entitled the same thing? But then I thought, why not? You know, let's have some continuity somehow. Sure, you're allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the traditionalists will, will complain, but that's okay. Um, then there's also like, there's the song Miskite, which is just, you know, this wonderful Yiddish word that, you know, one of the words that my mother taught me she always used to say miskite. A miskite is someone so ugly that they make you want to cry. Not that you think they're horrible. You just like feel deep pity for them. I always thought that was a very colorful word. And so we made a sort of a backwards love song, um, which you'll have to listen to to appreciate. <laughs> okay. Well, it, that that's uh, kind of what we've come to expect from Golem. So... Uh, looking forward to hearing that. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Let, there's also something like, you know, as popular as Tumbalalaika, but we have um, this amazing guest guitarist named Brandon Seabrook who plays, he plays all the weddings with us, and he's just uh, an incredible, incredible avant-garde guitar player. And um, so 
he does a crazy version of Tumbala like a like a electric guitar balalaika. So um, it's one of my favorite songs on the album. Terrific. Well, uh, let's talk to, just for a, a quick minute because I, I know uh, you, I'm taking up your time here. But the 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 Jewish recording business. We talked about the loss of uh, J Dub Records and also a few years ago uh, JMG. So, mm-hmm. with with the exception of uh, maybe Tzadik, uh, I don't know of a of a dedicated Jewish label that's still out there. It seems to be that everybody that's recording now. Is going with one of the, uh, you know, world music uh, labels. Right. I mean, it wasn't our choice. <laughs> J-Dub went out of business, <laughs> and um, but, you know, uh, when I was talking to Cortison at the beginning, we we're kind of saying, you know, well, you usually do traditional music. Well, you've usually been on a Jewish label. How are we going to do this? And she said, you know, it just comes down to. So we like good music. We don't care what it is. It just has to be good. And I said, wow, that's so refreshing to hear. So, um, you know, I'm fine. I, I want to, I would love to have our music reach a broader audience anyway. So I think the Jews will find it hopefully. Um, thanks to, thanks to you and other <laughs> Jewish journalists. But yeah, it's pretty sad about the Jewish labels, but what can you do? I mean, the CD business in general, music business, is not so great. And Corazon is actually, um, is now an entirely digital label. We're their first, the first uh, band that they're putting out as a digital label. So it's kind of an experiment for them. We've also made physical CDs that are going to be available on Amazon, um, but it's not going to not you know in stores and things like that. All right. So, right. W- uh, what are you going to be selling? Uh, say at your shows, you're going to be selling CDs or uh, like a, a flash drive with the with the album on it or something no, like that. No, no. We have <laughs> we have we we printed actual CDs. I think we're going to print some vinyl too. But we have CDs that we will be selling at our shows, and um, you can get them on Amazon. But and you can you can buy the digital files anywhere that digital recordings are sold. <laughs> Great. So uh, the album is coming out soonish. Then yes, release date is May thirteenth, and I think you can buy it in advance. And we have a video that just went up today. Um, I'm about to put it on our Facebook page where you can see it. All right, I'll have a look, a look at that a little bit later. Okay. And so uh, you'll be having some concerts or touring uh, coming up. What's your plan over the summer? Um, we are, so our CD release show, the first one is going to be in Mexico City, <laughs> which is just, I love it. A hotbed of klezmer. Yeah. And then uh, we're doing a New York show CD release on May 29th at Joe's Pub. And from there, we're just going to go try, you know, try to do as much as many other cities. We want to go to Chicago and Boston. I don't, I hope we'll make it to the West Coast, but nothing planned so far. But um, we really, we haven't been there in a long time and hope to make that happen. Okay. West Coast venues, if you're listening, bring Golem. 
<laughs> That's right. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a golem withdrawal from seven years ago. Uh. So <laughs> very good. And uh, why don't you remind everyone one more time uh, how to find golem on the internet and uh, yeah. You already mentioned that it's going to be available on Amazon, and I assume iTunes also. Yes, yes, everywhere, digitally, and Amazon physically. Um, and it's got great, uh, the physical CD has the lyrics to all the songs, so I recommend buying it that way too. And um, our website is golemrocks.com, G-O-L-E-M-R-O-C-K-S.com, and Facebook, Golem Rocks is the way to get the the most recent gossip and photographs and stuff like that. <laughs> Terrific. Oh, and quickly, uh, all your uh, uh, band members have uh, are still the same from uh, from last time we spoke? Uh, or did you change some people? Last time you saw us, um, our violinist, Alicia Rabins, moved to Portland, Oregon, and we have um, Jeremy Brown now, who is a girl. Amazing, great violinist. Um, he does. He has another band called Pitom, which um, does like uh, Jewish avant-garde jazz. So um, he is an amazing addition to our band. Amazing. You'll hear it on the album. Great. But otherwise, everyone's the same. Great. Well, I know Pitom because I've I've spoken with Yoshi before. So right, right. So he and Yoshi have that band. <clears throat> Excellent. Terrific. Uh, Anything else uh, you want to mention that I didn't ask you about? Um, I think that's it. Just uh, come by our new album because you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so nice. Because it's so nice and you can tance. Tance, tance, tance. You can tance till you plots. Yes. <laughs> Good. All right, Annette. Well, thanks so much for uh, speaking with me today and... Uh, great luck with the album and the new label you. and your shows and the family stuff and Thank you. everything that's hope happening in the life of Golem. Have, hope to see you on the West Coast soon. I'll let you know. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Stop.
this is Sarah Arawesti, and you're listening to klezmerpodcast.com. All right, I'm back. That was my interview with Annette Ezekiel Kogan from the band Golem. And from the new album entitled Tots, we heard the title track. I'd like to thank Annette for taking the time to appear on the podcast once again with me and for providing the track for us to listen to. Again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com, and if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to appear or have your music played on the podcast, or if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released album you'd like me to review, please write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. Again, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only, and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klezmer Podcast 115. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed. Tell your friends. And until next time, bye for now. Bye.